Welcome back to Bacon Pancast featuring Jake's Meatloaf. We are, of course, Jake's Meatloaf. I'm Tulip. I'm Chan. I'm Nick. I'm Tipsy. And this is an Adventure Time podcast. Uh, also, everything I said last time about like the strikes is still accurate. We do not support any streaming service for any reason. Okay, so I have to start by saying like my brain is still in malfunction mode because like I loved last week's episode so much. I was like, those are so great. I'm so happy. And then like we get to this week and there's more and I'm like, what? There's more? <laughs> it, we are not waiting a year and a half? What? <laughs> it keeps going? So I'm like, and then like of course, we open on Finn and Jake, and I'm like, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> you know, you know just like I made like a cartoonish, funny noise, and uh, like I knew it was coming, obviously, because there's spoilers all over the internet. But like, oh my god, it's so nice to see that every time. I'm like, there they are. And I'm gonna get this out of the way right away. Okay, he has the tattoo. Jake is still alive. What the fuck? Yeah, we've been yeah. bamboozled. I'm like I mean that's definitely an alternate universe, right? That's not just like the past. That's not that's not I, our thing. That's a different thing. Are you sure? Though? I'm absolutely sure. He looks completely different. I thought but that I thought that the him looking different was implying like oh this is him when he's not quite a full adult yet, but he's like I'm pretty sure that's the regular time. That's what I thought too. But then later on when he's showing Fiona different Multiverses, he shows one with Finn and Jake, which kind of implies in that moment that that one that he's showing is an alternate one. So Yeah, and, and that's a young Finn and Jake, which is especially yeah. weird. It's just like, I mean, Prismo can just, like, look into... Yeah, because like, we do know for sure that he can, like, he can, you know, go back in time. I really, I think that's the, I think that's the canon regular universe. I don't know, unless I get some hard evidence right now. That's what I choose to Okay, accept. well, here is my theory... That is a universe that's very similar to our universe, and in that universe, Finn thought Jake died, and then Finn got a tattoo, right? but actually, Jake was fine, so Finn has a Jake tattoo, and oh, Jake is never fine. Mind. That's my that's theory. Good, that's No, that's canon, dude. That's <laughs> awesome. No, but I have two things to say about it. One, if we're assuming that this is the real universe... um. That turns that from a memorial tattoo, obviously, to just, like, a casual one? I don't know. I don't know. And I'm like, uh, I, I don't know. Maybe, I, I don't know if we'll get, I don't know a lot of things. I don't know if we'll get, like, a, any more explanation on that, but I am very torn on that. Because I did love the implication that it was a memorial tattoo, and I'm like, oh, man. Like, showing him still alive when he got it is, like, a little bit of undermining the memorial tattoo yeah, idea. Yeah, but... he shouldn't have the tattoo. He should absolutely not have the tattoo in that scene, whether it's our thing or the other thing. That kind of undermines the whole thing, which is why I'm sticking to my headcanon. Fuck you, Adam well, Mudo. So, so th this is, first of all, don't say that. Second of all, this is such a, such a, like, whatever point to anyone who isn't a fan like us, but... I mean, we see the tattoo for the first time in Obsidian, and then that led everybody to think Jake was dead, and then he was. So the creation of the tattoo at all, I think, is still a deliberate thing to get you thinking that way. So, when, like, I don't think what they're doing right now is 
a re- I mean, I don't know what their thought process was, but like, how could we know? But it's just like it's fucking whatever. <laughs> it's like a little thing. I'm just I'm obsessed with it, man. You know, yeah, why? No, I, I, I kind of I kind of think that 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 Finn having the tattoo in that scene is like an indication that it's an alternate universe because it's supposed to be like, but we just saw Finn and he has the tattoo, so this is like a parallel version of yeah. you know adult twenty nine year old Finn. He just like shaved his beard and so Jake he- is still alive in this one. So here's something I wrote down because I was like, I got to mention this while we're talking about this. Something that is interesting is that they shared like storyboards or whatever ahead of time. And it was young Finn and Jake in those, not like babies, but like it was like normal aged Finn and Jake fighting that like cockatrice or whatever it was called. So I was Mm -hmm. like, they originally intended on it being them being younger but for some reason, they were like, no, make Finn a little older. And I'm like, what was, like, what what made them make that choice? Like, is there, like, a narrative reason they decided to do that? I'm just, like, very curious about that, you know? Well, I mean, I, I, we don't know. I mean, we see a younger Finn later, but also maybe it's just, it's, maybe it's part of the subversion thing. Like, because we just saw old Finn, so now we're seeing old Finn again, and we're like, wait, what? Jacob's alive, we were lied to. But then it's paused, and then we're like, oh, okay, it's like a flashback and or alternate universe, we don't know. <laughs> I know I'm all ultimately overthinking this, but, like, I really, am, I have many questions. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> I guess we can just move on, but, like, it's interesting to me that they decided to deliberate, deliberately choose, like, that age of Finn and, and show that. Because it feels like they're like, oh, we want to show, finally, that Jake is alive when he has this tattoo. But anyway, we're going to talk about this for the rest of the thing if, if I don't stop now. So, <laughs> unless anyone has something to add, I'm good. Yeah, I agree with you that it would be... I, I can barely say anything right now because of noise, but it would be cheap. Um, I think I want to point out something Adam Muto said. Mm-hmm. Um, which is that they're not going to show you how Jake dies. He, he said that in an interview. He, he's he's not interested in showing how Jake dies um, and how Finn dies. He's he's more interested in showing, you know, stuff like together again when they go back together, rather than something as morbid as a character getting killed. Yeah. Um, so I doubt that we're going to get an answer to the Jake mystery, but I think it's pretty clear that he's dead in the main canon. I, uh, I never really was, was like, oh, I hope they showed Jake fucking die, obviously. But I always assumed, like, the implication was that he just died of old age, and which is like, that's fine with me, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he lived a good life, but anyway. I yeah, mean, the, uh, the thing with me is that I'm still in disbelief that he was dead at all because I just remember Obsidian being out and people being like, no, the tattoo, that's so sad. And I was like, I'm like, yeah, I guess I could see how that implies that, but it doesn't mean, and then it does mean. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay. As soon as I saw Finn with the tattoo while Jake was still alive, I was like, does Jake have a Finn tattoo? Because I love the other theory where they just got matching tattoos at one point <laughs> where Jake has a Finn tattoo somewhere. If they reveal that later in this series, then, I, then I'll accept that. You know, um, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, that was that was a wild opening. It was also fucking hilarious. What did they say? Mm-hmm. Like cockatrice on, like uh, there were there were cockatrikes on copter trikes. <laughs> yeah, 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 that was it. That was it. Yes. Oh my god! And like, and he just beheaded which it. One? Oh, like, it wasn't one of you. Up. Someone on the Discord uh, said. Prisma makes me sad. Just representing the fans watching reruns of Finn and Jake, it feels like Jake's death really <laughs> hurt him since he was watching the past instead of watching 
current uh, Finn and TV adventures, and I was like, oh my god, it is so sad. Like, Prisma is just watching them and smiling, and I'm like, no, you're me. <laughs> like, uh, but uh, anyway, I don't want to, I think... Are we? Is this the beginning of the third or the fourth episode? I can't. Yeah, even so I was confused about that when I just double checked it. It it was the third, the third one. Okay. Because it shows that, and then it just like cuts back to. Simon. Okay. Okay. I was like, I'm I'm about to go into the fourth episode too fast. But yeah, uh, cake cake like the cake the cat episode. I was like, this has such like classic Adventure Time feelings to me at least. Like I'm like, this is just a a little cute adventure. Uh, I th- uh, I'm trying to remember how it starts. So, like, oh, yeah, Kate K- goes in Ice King's apartment and scratches his face up, runs away. Um, yeah, and, and, and Simon gives her the, uh, like, translator that the dog had in the first episode. And I love that the, the voice, like, is the same as the dog's voice for a little while. Oh, yeah. Because that's something totally unnecessary. It would have been so easy to just have it be, like, Kate's voice once she starts talking. But, like, it's just a little detail that makes it feel a little more, like, real. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really funny, and I, w- I was listening to the voice, and I was like, is that Cake's voice? I was like, is this a weird <laughs> filter? And I was like, no, that's just a different voice actor. Uh, yeah, uh, so I always, like, every time they, like, show all these shots of, like, the human pl- world i always want to just pause frame by frame and just look at everything yeah yeah so cool also um something i was confused about i don't know if it's something i just like don't remember or missed but the what was the song that like came from the portal and cake was humming it and simon was like where did you hear that like it's important i don't but i didn't recognize it i'm i'm guessing that's coming in later i yeah. think we don't know just, yet yeah Unless everybody knows except for us, and they just didn't say anything. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope I'm not misremembering, but I'm pretty sure that that's just something that's going to be revealed when she gets to the Ice Kingdom. Um. Yeah, so she's running, and I have to say this before I forget: Minerva was in yes, it. Yes, I got my yeah. wish. Yeah. Even <laughs> just <laughs> are you lost or whatever? But it was so perfect. I loved. I love stuff. It like was that. so. I never expected anything more. I'm very pleased with just that little bit that we got. There's just so, like, every second of this miniseries has so much love for the main series, and I appreciate that so much. It's so, it's so crazy. Like, I know it's, like, the same crew, basically. I know it's not the same crew, but it's a lot of the same people. But, like, man, I, I love it. I love cake falling, like, I don't like, know. like, thousands and thousands of feet onto the ground. and just She should conf- have died. Yeah, but she's a cat, so <laughs> it's just perfectly fine landing. The the squirrel from up a tree comes back. Yeah. I'm like, I when I saw him, I was like, do I have an opinion of this character? Like, is he funny? But I thought he was, fu- <laughs> I thought he was funny in this episode, to be honest. Yeah. Like, I, I barely remember up a tree, but yeah, he was funny in this. There's yeah, a specific... I, oh, go ahead, Nick. I feel like up a tree is probably one of those episodes that's really funny, but it's not, it's not one I don't think I ever watched over again. But I also, like, the animal designs in that are so, like, unique that, like, yeah. I have it. That was like I remember the episode. It wasn't just like completely throwaway. And because there were squirrels in uh in the previous episode with in, in like the human world, there was normal squirrels. I wanted to bring up up a tree last time we were talking, but I didn't. So now I'm a liar. You list yeah, you missed your chance. <laughs> I have to pull up a real life anecdote because of this specific conversation really fast. Um 
which is a moment I gained major respect for someone, which was I went to I went to a Ren fair dressed as Finn because I was like, I don't know, this will be fun. And some one of the, the actors there uh, whispered to me, like, in the tree, part of the tree or whatever, and I was like, oh, fuck, that's a, that's a deep cut, man. <laughs> like, like, you know, usually when I have, like, a shirt or, like, or someone makes an Adventure Time reference, they're like, hey, bacon pancakes, bro. But, like, that guy went for it. Okay, but, like, there's one reason, there's one reason that they know that reference specifically. What's Terraria. Oh yeah, it was in Terraria. Yeah, Terraria had a squirrel hook, and the squirrel hook had a little caption in its description, and the caption was in the tree part of the tree. I feel like it's less likely that they knew that from Terraria than just watching the show, but sure. True. No, it's like that's that's what makes it memorable if you're a super fan. Yeah. Like you'd probably forget about it if you were just if you were just like watching in 2013, but as soon as they put that quote in Terraria, everyone remembered it again. All I know is I didn't even remember really the quote when he said it, but it activated like a neuron in my brain. <laughs> and then like four seconds after, I was like, oh, anyway, yeah. So that's my little anecdote. Um, I uh, I love the I love the whole market scene. I know. The market's so, so but the pretty. The whole market is such a like pleasant environment until Cake fucks everything up. <laughs> it's just so adventure time. Like every stall is this cute name. And then like, the thing with the portraits where, like, they're sitting getting a self-portrait, but the guy's just drawing, like, something yeah. else. It's just, like... Oh, I could be so... wrong, but is this, like, a more developed version of the market that Choose Goose used to hang out at? I... Yeah. I'd say so. I mean, th- there's a... Like, the market where where he got his, like, blade of grass, like, I think that that's the same market, but I don't remember exactly. Like, I I feel like I remember it not being encased in trees, but maybe There were trees. There were definitely trees in, in that one, but it wasn't encased in them. It was like a field surrounded by trees. Um, it could be the same one for many reasons. It's just like a market. Also, Choose Goose wasn't there because he was busy doing other things. Yeah, of course. And then in... Which is funny, because I'm pretty sure I've only seen this episode once in my life, and I remember nothing, but I'm pretty sure they also go there and chips and ice cream, and that's where Jake gets cursed, <laughs> I think. But, yeah, uh, there, I'm, there's also maybe more than one market in this universe, which is crazy, but, you yeah, know. Yeah, I just feel like, like location-wise, it makes sense, because uh, Cake fell down, like, in between the Ice Kingdom and the Candy Kingdom, and that's like, it was a grasslands kind of market. I, I feel like it makes sense. Yeah, um, but I love, I mean, again, I love the runtime because, like, in the original show, when they did, like, really drawn-out goofy scenes, like, they're I'm always like, these are funny, but if I was waiting for something serious to happen, I'd be, like, tapping on my watch, like, why are you doing yeah. this? But they have room to do all the stuff <laughs> the, they want. The moment that the squirrel said, like, let's go to the market and get the strawberry, I was like, oh, no, <laughs> people are gonna think it's filler. <laughs> oh, I know, right? <laughs> no, it's, I mean, I, th- I, Again, I I love that, like, I don't know, like, to use Over the Garden Wall as an example, like, every, every, like, episode had, like, a little pocket of adventure, like, they started, like, the school, and they go to all this stuff, and you could say that that was filler, but then, like, at the end of it, like, it just makes it feel like an adventure, and I really like having all these little, like, tiny stories in in the big Mm -hmm. story. And now, Um, this, this show's already about the length of Over the Garden Wall, isn't it? Uh... Yes, I think it's exactly the same. If they're tw- no, no, over the garden walls, eleven minute episodes. These are yeah, twenty two. So yeah, it's, it's a 
It's so so we're almost at over the garden wall finale next episode. <laughs> um yeah, uh God, I'm so I we're so blessed. We're anyway, um yeah. the, the the fruit vendor had like one joke, but it was a funny one. Mm. Why are you like that? Oh yeah. <laughs> Is this, I wanted to talk about that joke. Like, I thought it was so funny, but I didn't completely... Is it just, like, bosses are angry? Is that the, is that the joke? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's just that they're angry all the time, even when they're saying nice things. I'm so happy you're safe! Heroes eat free! And I was like, what <laughs> yeah. is going on? It's so exactly. funny. It's good. Try every single one of them! They have different effects! And then, like, Adventure Time has, like... They have such a way of making, like, goofy words sound so natural. Like, Cake walks up, got any strobs? And I'm like, strobs? That's so cute. Uh, but you know exactly what she means. But, yeah. Uh, and then the squirrel did the classic, like, am I doing this thing? No. Should I be doing this thing? No. And I'm like, I remember. That's, like, the one thing I remember from Up a Tree, basically, other than the frisbee perfect throw. And, and Lady being very pregnant, you know, as you remember. <laughs> um, I gotta rewatch this episode now. I know, right? Um, but yeah, uh, the, uh, yeah, and then Cake's song, so cute. I just, I I wanted to mention this while, while we're talking about songs. Is so far, one or more songs in every episode? Are they going to do one in every episode, or is that just coincidence? There wasn't one in episode four, right? Uh... Wait, did I really just already prove myself wrong? <laughs> Wait, really? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I guess there wasn't. Well, thank you for that. <laughs> because I was going to segue into, like, are we going to get a, a... I can't talk about this yet, but I we assume they're going to go to, like, obviously, like, young Finn and Jake world. I'll talk about that later when we get to it chronologically. Oh, but, like, you really want a young Finn and Jake song. Listen, I yes, I I thought there would be a song, okay, but I'll talk about that later. Uh, for now, this chronological thing is helping me because otherwise I would skip over Cake's thing really fast. <laughs> Did we talk about we? Yeah, we already talked about Young Finn and Jake in that picture. Um, yeah, but I have more things to say again. But yeah, uh, yeah, Cake song super cute. I love. I don't know if I've ever seen this before, but like I love the. F- the joke that like she's like doing this song and the song's so happy and she's like destroying the entire market and usually when people like sing songs and things they also like you know run around and like rip things or they'll do whatever they want and everyone's cheering but this one they just fucking pissed at her after <laughs> she's done they're like you destroyed the market and i was like she really did and i i didn't even pay attention to that because i was like cute song you can do what you want she just ruined all of the jobs like she destroyed everything and she (laughs) killed that one hot dog guy unintentionally no no dude that's gonna come back you know it's gonna come back of course it's gonna come back but like it's so like why did that happen it's a glitch in the matrix that's the effect of well that's what i'm saying i'm so i'm so curious because you know the prismo particles yes yes i'm like Okay, what is that gonna fix later? Like, like is that hot dog not being like is that hot dog being alive there? Like, does that alter the entire plot for some reason? And Prismo's like, I got this. Like, I don't. I'm so curious. I, I love how funny. confused Simon is that Fiona and Cake pop out of his head. Like, you, you're not real. You're a manifestation of the Ice King's madness. And then, well, it turns out they were real. 
Dude. <laughs> but in a weird way. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm just making sure, I'm like, is there, is there anything else in Cake I wanted to talk about before I go explosion mode on the sec- the fourth episode? That, that poor Adventure Time fan, like, like, that, that poor Fiona and Cake fan, you're an FHC fan. That's like the same as saying you're an AT fan or you're an A-timer. <laughs> Come on, yeah. on, let's go. Yeah. Uh, how did, how did, uh, Cake... How did that episode end? After the song happens, I'm like drawing a blank. Like Prismo like... takes them away and then it cuts. Oh, so Fiona showing up is the same episode. I, I need yeah, to point right. something else out, which is that the little girl's hat was the same as the why the uh as, as the popular fin hat that Adventure Time produced in that it clips underneath the chin. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean it makes sense. Yeah, I mean Pr- Prismo is really in the business of not fixing things. Yeah, you know, personally ignored the you know the alarm on the remote, of course. But also, just like they heard that little girl say, "Oh, my hat," and then Prismo. I mean, not 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 only did he not return the hat, which he easily <laughs> could have done, he also like deleted it from existence when he gave Fiona a new outfit. Oh my yeah. God. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think about that. Um, I gotta say, like. I don't know when this line was said, but now that we're on the topic of Simon, like, his characterization is so, so good, and I love him so much. Like, especially, like, the way he talks to Choose Goose. Yeah. And he says the line, like, he says, like, you're nothing more than a battery to me. I was like, Jesus, man. Like, oh, my God. I love it, though. Yeah, he is, he is really in it. I just love them taking Chusku so seriously. Like, it's the f- stupidest fucking thing. <laughs> but yeah. they, like, turn him into this maniacal Okay, so do you think he's really dead this time? No way. I, I don't know. <laughs> he did say, like, you've got one more in you, but who knows. Um, but yeah, like, I love him. Like, you're not real. You're not real. Fiona's like, uh, I'm just... <laughs> and then she just, like, leaves. <laughs> just, oh, just... I like how so after funny. after Simon like freaks out about Choose Goose and then starts shaking him and this is what you want, isn't it? He just hugs him and falls to the floor <laughs> like a cuddly toy. And then, uh, and then, oh yeah, Fiona blasts off on a rocket and we made it. We made it to yep. And they get prismode. And then Kate can talk, which is oh yeah, she was like that's one of my top three fantasies. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> um. Yeah, so I'll say this first of all. I I'm not like I, I'm not heavily caught up on all the stuff that happened online, but uh, apparently Prismo's voice actor like didn't or like right. his agents like didn't tell him that they were getting that he was getting the offer, and he's like heartbroken over I it, which is so sad. Would not make assumptions on that. I know that Adamito said we reached out and got like a firm no, and that Kamal said uh, I didn't know. But anything could have happened in between that. It could have been casting. Casting could have sent one email to the wrong person and given up, or they could yeah. have messed up uh, because they were under a tight schedule, or maybe Adam never requested it in the first place. I just that feels out of character for me. Or maybe Kamal did reject it. Yeah, well, either way, he's not Prismo. Yeah, I mean, it's not, you know, it's a business thing, so it's, like, it's kind of a, like, whatever, yeah. very un- unfortunate thing. Oh, it's, it's just such a shame that, like, those two ends didn't connect. I yeah, mean, but yeah. his, his actor is, like, he, he was he's a Marvel superhero now. 
to a degree. So, like, I feel like maybe he just kind of has more agents and they, you know, it's possible they were like Adventure Time. Well, he doesn't need that. But, like, that's one of the first things he was known for. I don't mind the new guy, though. Yeah. He does a pretty good job. That's why I brought it up. Honestly, if I didn't see the Twitter stuff beforehand, like, I, I probably would have noticed it wasn't the actor, but, like, he does a, he did a really good job. I yeah. enjoyed it, actually. I think he's, he definitely does good at, like, being like a like a miserable version of prismo too like (laughs) it's very it's very noticeable where you're like you could because you could have been like is that the voice or is it different it's like oh maybe it's just different because he's be acting so sad but like i I think it works he was fantastic he was such a good sounder like like they they did a really good job at prismo's new voice actor it's the other two that they really phoned it in with i will be honest the other two the other two. So there's Gumball, or Gary. Again, I like him, but go ahead. Yeah, but like his voice act is so different. It's like a completely different character. I feel like they weren't going for, like, let's get a sound alike with him. They're like, you know what, let's get his, like, let's get a voice for him and get, like, a unique sound, and then, then we'll never change it again, surely. <laughs> yeah, but, like, I feel funny about it. Like, um... If you're bringing up Lemon Grab next, I cannot disagree with you. Well, yeah, Lemon Grab's voice actor. Okay, like, like to be fair, they probably expected Justin until pretty late in development. Like, what was it? Like a year ago that he got cancelled. Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah. And well, by cancelled, I mean, isn't he like facing charges? Um, Hopefully. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, cancelled by the courts. Yeah, cancelled by the U.S. government. Anyway. Um, Justin, I understand they need to replace Lemon Grab, but the thing is, Lemon Grab has been Justin for so long that like it's very difficult to replace him. It's. It, I'm surprised they kept that scene in. It's like giving Finn and Jake different voice actors at this stage. Yeah. Like they could have found one a better sound alike or two cut the scene from the episode. Yeah, I mean it's not that egregious, but like, eh. But like, yeah, I was gonna say. Prismo's Prismo's new actor I thought did a fantastic job, which makes me happy because, like, another anecdote, uh, I, I rewatched Avatar The Last Airbender recently, and mm-hmm. as a kid, I did not know this, but Iroh died between season two and three, like, his voice actor, and as an adult, I was like, this is fucking noticeable that, that this is not the same guy, and it was so noticeable to me that I considered Iroh, like, a different character after that, which really felt bad. <laughs> Because I'm like, Prismo is so iconic that, like, if this if they have a new voice actor, like, I'm going to just be like, that's not Prismo. But this new guy, I'm like, yeah, that's yeah, but I'm really happy about that. The thing is with Iroh is, like, it's not just his voice actor being different after season three. It's that in respect for his voice actor dying, they gave him a much smaller role. Like, he, yeah, he, he yeah. does barely anything in season three. So he does feel like a completely different character because he's absent for... Like, that, he, he was by Zuko's side for the entire thing, but then he's basically absent in season three. So that's yeah. another factor that goes into Iroh. But yeah, happy about Prismo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so if, if we're still uh, moving along in chronological order, I gotta say, I went into instant flight-or-fight mode the second this, uh, the fourth episode opened on the space station from BMO. <laughs> I was gonna ask, is that the same? That's the same one? Then? Yes. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't check. Oh my um, god. I haven't taken a good look at the insides. It it still looks a bit banged up. Like it looks like a mess. Um 
I wonder if Wi-Fi is me now. That would be funny. I wonder, I wonder if they're in the episode somewhere in the background. <laughs> I don't like, think so. Yeah, I, I didn't know. Yeah, but we saw one of those weird aliens, like humans. We saw one of the human aliens. Yeah, the grey hybrids. Also, like, the the whole tea shop scene was great. And the fact that Martin is on the, the, <laughs> oh the, my God. Yes. the guy's hit list. Slipping off the camera. That, to, to, hell with, to hell with Martin, the, the Voidcaster guy shows up first, and that had me, like, that piecing all the pieces together instantly. Like, no way, they're fucking covering, like, this base, too, of the Citadel whatevers that we barely know about still. Yeah. So Martin is specifically wanted for desertion, which I... I guess there's a couple ways to interpret that. I, I think what that is actually referring to probably is the fact that he escaped from the Citadel. Yeah. And the Citadel is like a big deal. We still don't know what he did to end up there. My my brain is a little fuzzy on details. It what happened on On the Lamb, that episode where he where he's on in space. Oh yeah, it could be that. Because didn't he Yeah, but like I feel like desertion I feel like what's special about this is Somehow, Martin got into a position where he was performing a duty on a cosmic scale. I know. And he deserted <laughs> it. And that sounds just like him. Like, probably sometime between the, the Citadel and Finn, he, like, he like found himself enlisted in a holy war or something, or a cosmic war, and just left his post, or he became some kind of god for a brief moment. I mean, I love those implications, too. I brought up On the Lamb, because I just wanted to, like, was he, like, enslaved in that episode, and then yeah, he escaped? Something like, he was in a prison camp or something. Like, we don't have any context for why. He just gets arrested a lot. Like <laughs> That's why I was like, I'm wondering if the desertion was referring to that episode, or if it was, like, what Tipsy said. I, I choose right. to believe it's what Tipsy said. But, but the other thing is... It could just be a desertion from reality. Yeah, it could be that yeah. as well. Like he's supposed—he's supposed to be a normal ass person, but he's escaped from like the tenth dimension. Yeah. No, I love. I love that. Um, I have to rewind for half a second. This is not important at all, but I forgot to mention that Fiona dropped a schmauzow when she was on the bike. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh my god, she said the line. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. Um, I just I think there's again like like usual doing so good at connecting everything like the fact that we saw another distant lands thing get referenced in here like blew me away because I'm like they like they planned to connect all this like no they clearly didn't plan it probably but maybe they did like Nick you know what uh, I saw that was really weird that's like a a one second thing that you'd probably missed okay Catherine Butler and Blaine were drinking a milkshake hey, together. I was yeah, going to mention yeah, that, right, yeah. yeah. No, Nick saw it, he's a genius. How is that possible when Finn is clearly older than in Obsidian? Wait, what? You know what, good point. Wait, what, go back? <laughs> like, maybe, maybe that maybe that is proof that, that Prismo is jumping around in time more than we think he is. Either that, or Finn got jacked in two years. <laughs> yeah, I mean... <laughs> because it could be it could be two years later. Like, like that would be reasonable. Uh, again, I really th- I really think Prismo can just look into whatever time of, like, the same dimension he wants. I don't think, like, every time hop is a, is a multiverse, or maybe it is. I don't know. Whatever. Also, Wyatt. Yeah, Wyatt. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot about that. That that entire scene is so good. That was Steve Wolfhard's fault. Again, that's that's just like, because like, Wyatt's on the, the promo art 
that um, I, I think Hannah drew the promo art. And it's like, I, when I saw that, I was like, man, they just fucking love, like, getting all these useless characters all the time. Like, the hot dogs were in the previous episode, but the uh, uh-huh. the squirrel came back. Like, they just have so much fun being like, oh, no, like, nobody gives a shit about this guy. Let's put him in for a joke. Exactly. <laughs> I love That's that. I know. It's out of spite. And gr- granting Wyatt Swish was another moment where it's just like, Prismo is a pretty reasonable guy. He didn't have to do that. <laughs> he was just, like, tired and didn't want to deal with Wyatt. I mean, it works narratively to show where Prismo's at. Like, because he was really... Like, Jake was like, I wish for a sandwich. And he's like, I can just make you a sandwich. <laughs> like, be really careful about this. And now he's just like, well, you're da- like damned to basically silent hell for the rest of your life. <laughs> also, Princess Bubblegum had a gun. <laughs> yeah, PB had a literal gun. Well, except, except it might not actually be the rest of his life because we do see Wyatt in one of the the dead worlds and together again. And are are the dead worlds only for U or are they for like all realities? I guess we don't know that. I but... mean, it is, it is it is the dead world, so it is maybe the rest of his life until he dies. <laughs> you know? Mm. Yeah. And that's so funny, though. God knows what he would have wished for if Wyatt got to the wish room and actually managed to have his wish. I think those impl- like the implications are frankly terrifying. That Wyatt found a way into Prismo's time room somehow, <laughs> probably to be like, "I wish Tree Trunks loved me" or something like yeah. that. Right? Like, is he is he still obsessed with Tree Trunks? Is that his thing, or, yeah. or does he want revenge? He, he's always obsessed with Tree Trunks. Like when he sees her in together again. He, he's, like, vengeful, but also wants her to like him again. Like, says, a look who came crawling back. Yeah. I think I think the fandoms got it wrong. Like, everyone being into Simon and Betty, I think they should be more invested in Wyatt and Tree Trunks. Die? <laughs> Literally? That's the real love story. Clearly, that's what, the, like, the writers are into. I know, like, no fan, when they announced the show, was like, oh, man, I hope Wyatt shows up. So it's, like, <laughs> yeah. just so great that they think like that. Yeah, but let's be real. Most fans, when they announce this show, probably thought Wyatt is probably going to show up. I just love it, because they... I feel like they're just trolling their fans, but, like, I'm so into... I'm just like, yeah, do it. It's funny. I love it. It's just great. Yeah. <laughs> and that's something, ta- like, tangential a little bit, um, because this season, this season is, like, excruciatingly popular, like, more so than Distant Lands was, I feel like. Dude. And... Yes. <laughs> I'm seeing it on... I'm not... I'm Not only am I seeing, like, just Fiona Cake on TikTok specifically a lot, but I'm seeing clips from the show, and there's lots of people... Like, there's scenes about Finn's parents, and people are commenting, like, very good analytical things and i feel like back like when we were invested in the show most people didn't think about like you know when martin showed up and he was a bad person most people were like oh that's like kind of dumb but like now we get it you know like now people really get it i feel like they know what the show goes for yeah i one of my old friends who like you know i'm kind of in contact with we don't talk much he he messaged me on facebook last night and it's just a screenshot or it's just a a picture of that he's he's watching Fiona and Kate. And I was like, oh, I love it. Isn't it so good? He's like, yeah, I never actually finished the show, so I'm going back and watching all of it. I'm like, that makes me so happy because there's probably a lot of people that are doing that now. Yeah, like definitely. We uh, we were doing a great big rewatch of Adventure Time before Fiona and Kate, and when we found out that the series was premiering this summer, we, we watched 12 episodes a week during our streams. <laughs> Um, all the way through the end of Distant Bands, just so that my girlfriend Kimberly could be caught up by the time this series released and actually have 
be able to watch Adventure Time Live. You have no idea. Like, back when Homestuck was finishing, uh, uh, lots of people speed ran Homestuck so that they could be there for the ending. Yeah. Me- meanwhile, when Adventure Time was finishing, fucking nobody even knew. <laughs> like, I know. I mean, it's, a, it's just crazy. Relative. And- but maybe, too, another thing. Tangential. Um, like... It's possible, too, that there were a lot, still a lot of fans that were just kids and they just weren't online and obsessed the way we were, you know? Because now, like now, it's, now it's several years later and I'm seeing all this content and it's like, they're, it's probably being made by people that are like just now like 18 or whatever. That's correct. I mean, like you said, like Distant Lands, I thought Distant Lands was fantastic, but I was like, no one's talking about it. This makes me really sad. Yeah. I think the release schedule for Distant Lands screwed it. Oh, for sure. For sure. For sure, but also, obviously, like, Fiona and Cake is, like, I mean, at, at the very least, it's like, oh, my God, Fiona and Cake get their own show, and people are like, oh, my God, I used to love that, or whatever, and then it's, like, about Simon, and then it's episodic, and all this stuff, and it's, like, it has a lot, Yeah, it makes going sense. for it. <laughs> yeah. It has, um, it has what people want, but still is mixing in so much classic, like, Adventure Time storytelling weirdness. It is, and it's a continuation of the show, and then it's like, if I watch this and I didn't finish the show, I'd be like, man, this is great, I want to know what happened, and I'd yeah. go back and watch it, and I'm like... Yeah, and then you'd watch then you'd watch Slow Love and be like, is this the same show? <laughs> I'd watch Slow Love and then turn it off and say, never mind. <laughs> That's why I think, too, I don't know if I said this last time about like the adult direction that it has, but I, I feel like the fact that it has like an adult, you know, it has swears and blood and all that just works so naturally too because they're telling a character story about simon and simon's like an literally an old man and it's just like you don't like we wouldn't want to watch a story about simon and he's like not drinking beer because it would just be weird it would just be yeah. so noticeable okay, that we're like, but like this guy should be drinking <laughs> like, I, I said this in my other group chat earlier it would be it would be incredibly funny if they pulled a classic adventure time and simon and prisma were drinking root beer as if it was alcohol but, I mean, that's what they—that's what they would do in the show. Yeah, sure. that, I always found those scenes incredibly funny when when the characters like treated completely normal things as if they were uh, adult alcohol, and to them they were like you know every single time you see root beer in Adventure Time, someone's drinking it and like like it's like it's an adult show. Hmm. So I have to bring this up for our, the future of our podcast. Yeah, is the antagonist named scarab is that what we're going to be calling him or is... yes okay so that's like his name okay uh the scarab first of all i'm sure many other adventure time fans were in the same boat as me but i was like prismo's boss and then i'm like oh that's not his boss <laughs> which is kind of cool yeah. i kind of like that it's not his boss because like now there's even more mystery i'm like ooh, who's this guy and like his cute little 8-bit captures where he goes to yeah. murder people forever like i don't know he has a cool voice. I'm excited for him. Yeah, that like the introduction scene for him was so cool. That was like an instant like, I no, know. hell yeah, new Adventure Time villain. Let's go. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I guess I was, you know, instantly proved wrong about you know what I said in the last podcast about Simon maybe being the thing that wants to destroy Finn and Jake. It's definitely the scarab. <laughs> Simon's got his own issues though. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say I want to quickly mention that back in the like silent movie sequence there is a snail in it oh i didn't even notice uh, i mean i noticed the i noticed the lich in it but i didn't notice the snail is there a snail in any of the other episodes yes there's a snail uh, there's a snail shell on simon's little carpet 
Right, I heard about that. I didn't verify it for myself, but I believe you. Which means that it's probably the shell of the raving snail. And I was surprised to see the snail in this one, because I was like, I kind of thought that we weren't doing that anymore after it wasn't in Distant Lands. Wasn't it in Distant Lands one time? Am I misremembering? It was in Together Again. Yeah, I thought so. No, it was in Wizard City. There was a dead snail in Together Again, and a living one in Wizard City who was evil. So, uh, anyway, uh... As usual, like, the time shenanigans, or just, like, Prismo in general, like, it get, remember the, the Is That You episode was so fun, just, like, yeah. seeing seeing Prismo and, like, all the stuff he does, like, it, it was the same thing with this, it, it was so much fun to watch. I mean, my, like, like, my super fan thing about that is it's it's interesting, like, all that kind of stuff was a lot of what Moynihan handled on, like, when he was sporting episodes, so the fact that this was different people, I mean, it was even new people maybe that were doing a lot of this like and they just continued those like aesthetic concepts so perfectly it was, it was yeah awesome. it was I, perfect. I love i love this side of the adventure time world like a lot <laughs> they, they actually got like um a couple of old flames in to do the tree trunks uh wire bit i think graham folk worked on it along with one of the old designers for adventure time yeah yeah which is interesting it's so funny because someone posted a, I think, a storyboard of that sequence before it came out, and someone on the Adventure Time Discord was like, "Oh, that's tree trunks." And I'm like, "That's tree trunks? Like it looks like her, but why does she look like a blob?" And then, <laughs> and then I figured it out when the episode aired. I was like, "Ah, yes, understand. I love it." But okay, we can okay. finally talk about this. Okay, you go first, Tulip. Then I'll go, and my voice won't. Sorry, crack. It's, it's so funny. Um... Prismo summons Simon from when he was in the shower, and then he shows up and he's oh, naked, and then he I just, like, looks directly at the camera, <laughs> like, oh, what now? Yeah, what? he just goes, like, what? <laughs> like, he does not care at all. He is completely depressed by this point. He is but... being summoned by Prismo so many times by this point, assumedly. Like, this just happens once every month. He probably resents Prismo, honestly. He, like, because... He does. Like, you know, he, you can't help me. I know. I, I love how, like, sort of casually they were talking to each other. Like, well, you couldn't do yeah. it. I love that, too, so much. Because, like, we saw in the finale that he went and tried and it didn't work. And it was just this little detail. But they're like, yeah, we're just going to continue that. Yeah. But... I, I gotta say, too, I appreciate that, like... We're, we essentially saw, like, Adventure Time's Tumblr Sexy Man naked, and everybody just thinks it's funny. Like, nobody's... <laughs> I haven't seen his cock yet <laughs> in fan art, so... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I have to... We we have to get this out of the way, okay? Okay. Flapjack. Oh, yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Uh, <laughs> that one I, already existed, which implies that the Flapjack universe is the original universe. You know what's so funny about that joke to me? Is that you could make a very easy argument that Flapjack and... What's her name? Bubby? Is, it, is, that, is that the whale's name? Yeah. You can yeah. make a very easy argument that that's Finn and Jake in a reincarnation. Like, just like, you know, adventuring blonde kid with their animal companion. Yeah, because Bubby is voiced by Rose Ryan. Yeah, that Kate. too. Yeah. Oh, I did. I didn't even. I I knew that, but I didn't ever make that connection for this. That's cameo. one of. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. one of those things you just watch and you're like, holy shit! The internet is gonna flip the fuck out over oh, this. And they are. It's and so are. crazy. And he's like, that one's already there. Who's, but whose Knuckles a reincarnation of then Ice King? Uh, PB. 
I mean, Knuckles, I could I could see him being Ice King. <laughs> but like, yeah. Oh my uh, god. Knuckles is Martin. <laughs> I don't think I don't think they're reincarnations. They're just like different characters. I'm really surprised they did that. Like, I never like Fat Jack is the one that deserves a crossover the most. But I never expected them to do a crossover with another show at any point. I used to watch Flapjack. I have vague memories, but isn't the bar owner made of candy? Something like that. He has a wife made of candy. Candy, candy wife, wife, that's bubblegum. Candy wife is bubblegum. <laughs> not really alive. Oh, I didn't remember that much. I'm sorry, Bubble. I mean, you can't always... They, all the reincarnations can't be winners, you no, know? No, no, no. You know, you know what's really funny about the lore of this episode? You know the lich hand that falls into every single, every uh-huh. single universe in the modulus? Yeah, that one, that Lich Hand is in the Flapjack universe, and it's not in the Fiona and Cake universe. See, how crazy would it be if somebody fucking rewatches Flapjack and they're like, wait a second. Oh my god. <laughs> There's like a hand at some point in the show. And then the Lich shows up in real life in our timeline because we're in a multiverse, and then we're like, haha, good adventure time reference as the world explodes. <laughs> Dude, I, okay... I have to talk about this now because it's it's one of those things that just exploded my brain and it's such a perfect like and it's like this is such an adventure time thing to do but like so Prismo made Fiona and cake first of all and he wasn't supposed to obviously they're like he's not supposed to make his own multiverses which is interesting lore drop like he's not supposed to do that stuff but the idea that he did it First of all, it was so funny. It was like, did I just copy Finn and Jake? <laughs> it was really funny. <laughs> um, the fact that he is like, I'm going to beam this into Ice King's brain because why the fuck would anyone look into that like crazy mind and think anything of it? And then like that being why Ice King like thought of them and like why it was like weirdly cosmic in the show sometimes. I'm like, this is so cool. <laughs> like, I know. it's you, you. It's another thing you got to wonder like, did they know they were going to do that? At, at I, least d- up to I the- really don't think so. Well, no, of course they didn't. But it is a pretty good way to, like, straddle the line between Fiona and Cake being something that really exists somehow and also at the same time being an expression of Ice King and other characters' like stories and how yeah. they think about each other and stuff. Honestly, how I... How I saw it too, it's a good explanation for because a lot of you know people were there was some stuff. Sometimes people were like, "Isn't it creepy that like Ice King came up with this and like loves these characters?" And it's like, I don't know, I guess. But now this explanation kind of makes it like make a lot yeah. more sense and not not be like you know a, a fetishizing thing, which I'm sure they absolutely never fucking even intended to begin with. Am I but, like that's something people bring up? Am I misremembering, or was like by the final Fiona and Cake in the series, like was there like weird, like did he like cosmically project them out of his brain and stuff? No, like I feel like I remember some magic. Something stuff. projected them into his brain, and that turned out to be Prismo. Well, in the show though, like not this current series, but in the main yeah, series, yeah, in the show that happened in the show. There was he says he he says they get someone asked him where he gets his ideas from, and he said they get beamed into my melon every night like everyone else. So he Any actually did say that. Right, and then it I, happened. We yeah. saw it at the end of the episode. We saw Fiona and Cake, and I hated that episode. I hated it so much because I was like, "How? What do you mean it's not his fan fiction? That's so stupid." But like, but <laughs> now it's Prismo's fan fiction. You only had to wait seven years for an answer. Well, that's. I thought he said that. I should have went and checked, but that's insane. Like again, that was probably a throwaway joke. But that is so cool. Also, 
my my little heart was broken just like I mean it was it was the whole premise of that episode. I mean cuz there was also that rabbit woman who was somehow picking up the Fiona and Cake waves on her old TV. I d- truly did not remember any Which of that. Which makes sense because all Prismo stuff is like TV remote based. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> uh but yeah, my little heart was broken because like it, I was just reminded of how much of a sweetheart Ice King was. Also, how funny this scene was. He was like, hey, can I beat yeah. this into your brain? He was like, sure, you can put anything you want in there. <laughs> and he was getting his, like, eyeball beam. He was like, well, wowza. <laughs> He's so cute. Fire in he the hole. So, fire in the hole. He's so cute. I just, oh, he's so funny. But... Yeah, that whole explanation is just so Adventure Time, but so cool. Like, it, it gave me the same vibe as, like, the uh, the Evergreen storyline, where you're like, uh, where you're like, oh, why does the crown make you say Gunter, and why does the crown make you do X? Yeah. And it's like, it's the way the wish magic worked and all that. I'm like, this is so cool, like, and so unique, and I really, really liked it. So props to them. Big props. Um, but yeah, he splits into three which I love the, like, it's really hard to have two conversations at the same time. There were so many good jokes with that. What did he call? He said he called mortals. Shorts. Shorts. Yeah. He was like, there you go, shorts. He's like, what? And he was like, oh, that's what I call mortals because they're smaller than us and their lives are short. And I'm like, honestly? <laughs> he he made up that. a slur. He made up a slur in the middle <laughs> yeah. of the episode. But... I love I love Fiona like not liking the skirt. I feel like that's like commentary on like the skirt not being practical. And he's like, "Huh, you never complain about this in your universe." <laughs> I gave her shorts. It's really mm-hmm. funny. And then like, oh my god, cake and like how bad she is at stretching, and she's all goofy all the time. <laughs> so yeah. cute. Oh my god, he said you're really off model right now, and I like that. I like that line too. <laughs> There's so many. That was that episode was fantastic. Yeah. I really because I mean it. I think too like that that off model line as, like that's a funny fourth wall reference. But it also like that's contained in the universe because yeah. he used like a fucking editing timeline to put the crown back in time and crossover. So like it's kind of literally how their universe is controlled too. It's like in an animated way or like a production based way. Yeah, no, I, 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 like, I did kind of, like, not, I was like, this is, like, not exactly fourth wall breaking, like you said, because it's, like, this just works in universe, to be honest, so, but, like, yeah, it was really good, but, um, Simon being depressed, uh, and, like, I don't know, I love him actually being able to emotionally react, like, in a proper way, because he's like, you just showed me, like, my most traumatic memories, and you expect me to be okay, and I'm like, honestly, true, (laughs) He really did. Like, uh, it's. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm talking a lot. I'm just excited. <laughs> it's good episodes. Excited to listen to you talk. You always come up with the funniest stuff. Oh my god, you're the best. Um, yeah, so do do you, do you think those time guys are alive? I for, or aren't they cool? I love that. <laughs> They're so cool. I don't know. I, I love the ambiguity. I think they are alive, but Prismo would rather consider that they're not alive. I, I love that Prismo doesn't know and doesn't want to think about it. I think that that's so on brand for the show, on brand for Prismo, but also, like, I like that. It's just like, yeah, it's like, are they alive? Like, who really knows? It's like, it, they seem like they're being so much more than what they understand that they're like, we. it's not even worth figuring out. They just do their thing. They just smack each other and send time waves. <laughs> so pretty. I love it. Um, yeah, no, that was awesome. 
oh my god, there's so much lore. I'm just, but uh, so yeah, Prismo in the two conversations, I like lost it when he's like, this is he's like, what did he say? Like this is the last time I'm creating like an unauthorized universe. He's like unauthorized universe. He's like crap. <laughs> That's really that joke was so good. Oh my god. Well, also uh, like. Prismo's um, body sleeping room looks like Golb now. Yeah, was that because... Did they set that... I, I think maybe he set that up on purpose for the ritual? But Yeah. I, I think it. I think the most likely reason is because he wanted Simon to do the Golb ritual again, so he's like, we gotta have an effigy of Golb here. But, who? I mean, maybe Golb is Prismo's boss. There's a, We don't know. We don't know. I mean, like... I don't know. I, I feel like if he was... I don't know, maybe he wouldn't mention it, but if he was, it'd be... Like, maybe he would react to certain things differently. I agree. I kind of think it's unlikely. Yeah. But I like how vague it is. Yeah. I... Okay, I have... I have a note here, and I really need to copy word for word what I said into the chat so you can see, because it's important. Um, so I was... Of course, I was on RuneScape, you know, fighting a boss, and I was like, oh, I remembered something that I don't want to forget to talk about during the podcast. But I was fighting a boss, so I had to type it really fast, and this is what I wrote. Can you read that out loud for me, someone? Zimung for Fiona Nitsad. So, what that means is, I really, I thought this was so cute, uh... When Simon was like, what's the point? Like, I, you know, he's like, kind of just like, whatever, I'll die to this guy trying to chase me. The thing that snaps him out of it is Fiona, like, you know, saying like, my friends are going to die, her hand is trembling. And like, Simon def, like, his like, I need to protect this person instinct overrided his like, depression. I'm like, he's such a good dude. Like, it probably reminded him of Marceline being scared. And that's what snapped him out of it. I'm like, oh my god. This is so sad. I, Fiona's voice actress is so good. I love her. She did a really good job with that line in particular. Yeah. Like, all my friends will die. I'm like, oh, I feel like I feel so emotionally invested in them right now. It's just, oh, so good. Fiona and Kate do what they want. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, also seeing uh, Marsha Lee and, and LSP for a little bit. She's like, this is going to sound... Like, insane, but I think I saw Cake jump into a blue portal at an ice cream truck. He's like, you're right, that does sound insane. <laughs> that was that, that Marshall, was that. like, LSP falls asleep mid-conversation, and Marshall Lee just taps him on the shoulder and instantly falls asleep as well. I love it. <laughs> also, he has a... Is it a freckle or a, Like, because he has the bite marks in that universe, I noticed. He has, I, like, a mole on his neck. Okay, I was like, is that... Because I couldn't see the lower one. I'm like, is it just a mole? Oh, I love that. That's cute. But, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, then uh, then Fiona and Cake and Simon end up in a corn world. Yeah, that's definitely farm world, right? Yeah. That's, that's what I assumed. That's so, definitely farm world. So we'll probably see farm world first, then Freaky Candyland next. So that'll probably be episode five and episode six. What's Freaky Candyland? Freaky Candyland. You'll see more in episode six. Oh, okay. You're talking about a thing I haven't seen in a trailer, aren't you? Okay. Yes. Um, so. But yeah, yeah, you know, as I alluded to earlier, Simon's got some issues. Oh my god, he does. He says he's <laughs> got to become Ice King again. He is so oh. ready for his corruption. Yeah. Like, he, he already, like, was corrupt, corrupt by using Cheese Goose 
to sewing gold. But like now he's like, I need to become ice king again. Yeah, I was gonna talk. I was like, I need to discuss this line. I have not talked about this with anyone about the implications. I'm like, is like the end game they're playing at that he goes back to being ice king, or is that just like I have to be ice king well, for now? No. You know. I mean, we like know that that's not how it's gonna end up. Because... I hope. I hope not. I don't think they would do that, but like. They keep alluding to, like, look at Ice King, though. He was so happy, and I don't want Simon to be like, the way I'm happy is just to be happy with who I am as Ice King. Because I don't think they'd do that, but I was like, oh, no. Uh, so I'm, like, wondering what they mean by that. Like, they're going to go get the crown in this universe, and, like, he's going to get ice magic again. He's going to go kind of crazy. Oh, he'll probably get it undone by Gold Betty, though. I, I, think, I think that both uh, Fiona and Cake and Simon have a bit of growing up to do. Yeah. Um, and that will probably result in... I, I think the, the main concern with Simon is the Fiona and Cake universe is still mortal for as long as Simon's mortal. But maybe we're supposed to be okay with that. Like, maybe, maybe they can find a way to separate the two so that the Fiona and Cake world doesn't depend on Simon being alive. And it can become a proper part of the multiverse. Yeah, I feel like uh, I feel like that's probably where we're headed at some point. Yeah, Fiona and Cake will probably probably end up being alright with going back to their normal ass lives. The same with Simon; he'll probably find peace with his place in the land of Rue. Or he might go off the fucking deep end and go like like end up leaving the multiverse altogether in his search for Betty. Um, it's hard to say at this point, but he's so eager for his corruption arc already that I think they wouldn't introduce that in this episode for that to be the end game result. They would have only introduced that in the last in the last half of the series if that was going to be how that ends up. I don't see them cliffhangering this series though, because they've already cliffhangered Simon so many times that it's like I feel like they're like ready to resolve it. So I'm no, curious. I mean they're ready to resolve it, but I don't think that Simon would go for a realization of. I need to become the Ice King again, and then have that happen in episode four. Yeah. He'd yeah. have that happen in, like, episode nine or ten. And then it would happen immediately. You know, he just go he's like, I'm useless in this body, you know, you gotta believe in yourself, man, you're not useless. I don't even, I don't even know if it's, like, possible for him to become Ice King again, because it was, like, uh, Betty's wish for him not to be... And if, as a call, she still cares about that, she might just, like, not let it happen no matter what. You know you know what was really weird? Um, and what I think might be the question here? He checked his moo for something for Kate to eat. And he found something in his right arm. Did he? That's That's kind of what I thought when I first watched it, but... Revisiting, I think it's more just like he's just thinking really hard about the Moo Moo, about his time as Ice King. And yeah, like, I was going to say, I thought the implication was he was touching the Ice King robe and that reminded him of being Ice King. And then he was like, wait a second, I know what I have to do. Okay, but I'm pretty sure there was a, a slightly different sound. I guess we'll find out at the start of the next episode, but it's possible that he's also got something in his pot, in his sleeve. I mean, Prisma would have put it in there if that's the case, right? Mm -hmm. Can I just say, it's like wild... Uh, and this is not a bad thing at all, that 
we've seen four episodes of this now, like four extended length episodes compared to the original series, and like we're only now exiting the the setup phase. That's, I know. that's what I was thinking. I love too, it. Right? That's adventure time for you. That always happens. The setup is always much longer than the payoff, and that's like a weakness of the show, in my opinion. I think it's so far. It's working. I don't know. I'm hyped. I'm excited. Yeah, it's it's working now, but like the rest of it is going to go by in a flash. Uh, whatever. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> okay, I have. I'm. I can finally talk about this. I have an extremely specific theory about mm-hmm. what is going to happen, and we have to make note of when I'm right about this, and we have to make note of this moment and reference it. So. They're obviously multiverse hopping now because they're going to be running away from the Scarab guy, so they're going to be jumping through multiverses. Um, obviously, young Finn is in... I know, I keep going back to this. Whatever. Obviously, young Finn is in the the theme song, right? You see that little tiny boy? We're mm-hmm. all on the same page. Um, so she's most definitely going to jump to when Finn and Jake were young. My very specific theory about this, she's going to jump to young Finn and Jake time and... Finn is either going to steal her backpack, steal the remote, or steal the backpack with the remote in it. He's going to run away, and they're going to be like, hey, come back. They're going to chase Finn, and they're going to meet all his... Because I'm assuming Finn's like a little scamp at this point, because Jake was like a crime lord. They're going to meet all his friends. Anyway, Fiona and Cake are going to do some stuff. They're going to beat up some bad guys, and Finn and Jake are going to be like, whoa, I wish I would... I want to be just like them when we grow up. And then that's where that world leaves, and then we're going to be like, holy shit. Finn and Jake's entire personality was based on Fiona and Cake, who were based on Finn and Jake. It's going to be the most genetic <laughs> shit we have ever seen in our life. But that for some reason... so bullshit that I can see it happening. Yeah, I'm like, that just feels like so adventure time. Like, I really think they're even going to end on... The, like, Fiona and Cake are going to click the remote, they're going to disappear, and then Finn or Jake could be like, I want to be just like them someday. And that's where it's going to end that scene. And I don't know. I feel like that's going to happen. So that's my theory. And That's a great theory. I'm like, I, I like can't even be mad because I'm like, oh my God, their personalities are based on someone else's personality. That's kind of lame. But then it's like, wait, those personalities are based on their personalities. It's just like <laughs> okay, this weird Jan, cosmic paradox that I if, love. If that actually happens, I think, I think Cardi Network should hire you. I, you know, I agree. I'm glad someone said it. I wasn't brave enough to, but that's my theory for sure. And that's my whole list for now. So next time I watch these episodes, I'm going to try to make a longer list, but I'm making lists now. (laughs) Yeah, I gotta say, uh, when I watch these episodes uh, the first time, uh, I watch these ones twice too. I'm going to do that with all of them. I have to. I have no choice. Same. Um, I wasn't as hot on them as I was on on the first couple, but I, 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 you know, I'm coming around after talking to you guys for an hour. Uh, you know, I just love talking about this show. I mean, I could see, I can see that because like last week's were there's a lot of like surprise factor to last week's because like we didn't know how de- deep. I mean, I don't know a bunch of stuff got spoiled, I guess, but like that had the depth of how adult it would be and like the Rebecca Sugar song and like a big focus on Simon's. So, like I, I can get that. Um, I definitely could, I feel too, like, the Prismo episode this week was very explainy, but, like, Mm -hmm. as a fucking nerd like me, I'm like, that's what I was, like, please (laughs) keep talking about the Vegetable Multiverse, I don't care, like, um, but yeah, I, like, you know, it's all, all opinion. I was gonna say, uh, the first time I watched 
I think, like, specifically the cake episode, I was like, this is cute and fun, but I was like, oh, man, was the first two, like, super set up and plot-heavy, and now it's gonna be, like, goofy? But then, I mean, other than, like, I enjoyed it still the first time upon rewatch, I was like, no, this is just, I really like this, it's fun, and... I think I I still really li- I I don't know I think I think it was like just as strong as as the first two to be honest especially like I loved the Prisma one I didn't feel like it was overly explaining I was eating it up so like I mean I was too so the, the Prisma one was really strong in my opinion the cake episode was a mixed bag it wasn't bad in any way just like forgettable I suppose yeah, I like- enjoyed I enjoyed Cake's character she was very funny. Um, it's just the other stuff that was happening in that episode wasn't massively interesting. Well, it's like when episode one's about the introduction to like this multiverse, two is like Simon and you see Finn and Jake, four is about Prisma and all this stuff, and then three is like, let's see how Cake acts. Pretty funny, right? It's like, it's hard to live up to the other ones, but <laughs> like I said about Over the Garden Wall, like, I think having development and little cute side moments like that makes the whole experience feel more like a journey, and I really appreciate them, to be honest. I think it's fun, and it's nice to have this, like, more quiet, casual episode for, for me. Um, excellent. Wow. All right. Uh, Want to wrap up, then? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm good. I I actually, I, re- I liked that we went chronological this time. I know last time we were just everywhere. I think this helps me get gets my thoughts one more, in one place. One more line. The Cake the Cat mm-hmm. episode is supposed to be our formal introduction to Cake as her own character. Both Cake in general, but also this alternate universe version of her. So that when they turn Cake into an anthropomorphic cat, it seems more synchronous. And you have more investment in that character. So that's the purpose of the cake episode, ultimately. I agree. Wait. Wait. Hold on. We didn't mention Jake's suit. That happened. Just gotta yeah, say Yeah, Jake's it. suit happened. <laughs> and Perfect synchronicity! I was gonna say, I these fucking writers know what they're doing, and I hate all of them for it. <laughs> they end the Finn and Jake scene with Finn saying, I love you, Jake. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Can you stop? <laughs> like, <laughs> I love that they include it, but I'm like, Jesus, stop it! <laughs> I just, yeah, and Prismo I, also like called Jake his favorite guy. Oh, he said, this is the universe yeah. of my favorite guy, and he's like pointing to him, <laughs> it's so cute. Oh my god. Anyway, yes, I, I love it. I'm, I'm, they're just like, how many times can we re- remind the fans that Finn really loves Jake and that Jake dies? How many yeah, times Prismo, can we do that? Prismo misses him as well. That's why Prismo is so depressed, because his best friend is dead. Yeah, I think and I really do only, think that's like the main look reason. Look at alternate versions of Jake who never became his friend. Oh, okay. I'm sorry to extend this a little bit more, but I keep thinking of things. Uh, he was gonna use himself as the battery for the gold spell. Is is he gonna get fried like Chew's Goose? Like, or is he more power? Probably more powerful than Chew's Goose, right? Like that was kind of weird. If he woke up, would he become Jake again? Yeah, and that like. That's what I'm wondering, like, because he was like, yeah, I'm going to use, here's the magic battery, it's me. But, like, Maja in the finale and Choose Goose both got fried by that spell. So I'm like, is that just, like, casual? I don't think that's casual sacrifice, but, like, that's kind of weird that that was never mentioned to me. I don't know. Just like, yeah, I'm going to hook up to, I mean, Prismo's a Wishmaster. He's not Maja or Choose Goose. Yeah, I kind of get the vibe that Prismo is kind of above 
the other people who are like that, he probably has the power to stop himself from just dying by doing it. I just am like, come on, give me a throwaway line to make me stop thinking about this, please. But Maybe yeah. he's powerful um, enough to not die. Yeah, that, that's what I'm well, going to choose. It makes sense. If Go- I mean, if Golb is his boss, then this means that he'd rather kill himself than actually call his boss. Oh my god, same, bro. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's all I got. Okay, then I, I want to end off by saying what I forgot to actually say in the podcast last time, which was thank you, Chan, for making the intro and outro music for the yeah. podcast, and thank you, Tipsy, for drawing the thumbnail art. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> no problem. Those are both really good. Well, that's us. Mm-hmm.